What is going on, everybody? A happy Sunday to you football fans. Happy Sunday to you Bills fans. You know it is time for Icy Mike's. Where the takes are not hot and off the wall, but instead well thought out and detailed. I'm, of course, Dan Kelly, joined, as always, by Mike Shimbersky. Mike, what's up, buddy? Hey, Dan. Uh, great to be here. It's another good Sunday to talk about football. Uh, we have a guest with us, uh, Justice General. What's up, man? Hey, guys. What's going on? Uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Of course, uh, longtime listeners of Icy Mike's will know Justice has been on the show before. He knows the deal by now. But, guys, it's all about the money, money. Yeah, yeah. Josh Allen's major contract, six years, $258 million. The thing that I love about this the most is that it's an extension. I first thought it was just six years, but it's six plus the two he already had. Mike, let's go with you first. Immediate thoughts on the Josh Allen deal. Oh, I love it. Uh, I'm super happy that it, it got done already this season. So it's not something looming uh, going into this, this this season coming up. That way, uh, it's nothing they have to worry about. And it's not something that the team can get distracted with. And he's locked in for six years. Uh, plus, the, like you said, the two years that he's already got left. Uh, so I... I think it's great. And what I think the most I like about the deal is that he agreed to have it so that it, it works with the team. So the team uh, has it in there too, that if they need to adjust it later on to, to be able to keep other players, uh, he's willing, he's willing to make that kind of uh, wiggle room with his contract so that we can keep other players around, around him so that we'd still have a good team, uh, even though we're showing off that kind of, even though the bills are showing off that kind of money towards them. Justice, immediate reaction to the Josh Allen news. Um, I thought I would be more excited than what I was. Uh, I wasn't really as excited for some reason. I'm not really sure why. Hold on. So I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, like when it happened, I kind of just like shocked, but it wasn't something where I was like, oh, like a big sigh of relief. Um, I was, I was of the mindset that I would like to see Josh play another year and kind of earn it that way. Um, but I'm not mad at him getting it now. Anybody who listens to any of my content knows I'm the biggest Josh Allen fan. Um, I can give you a hundred. I know that by seeing your wall of jerseys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Josh Allen is the, the center of it all. But um, uh, I, I, I'm somebody of the belief that 200 and was it 280 million? 258. 258. Okay, I know there was an eight. 258 million now is good. It's a bargain for what could potentially be the greatest quarterback of all time, right? Uh, 43 million a year, 150 million guarantee. I'm not mad at all. However, me personally, I would not have been mad if he goes out this year, balls again, and I wouldn't be mad at giving him 275 next year. And you know, 160 guarantee. Like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have been mad at just throwing the, the Brinks truck at him, you know, and just letting him kind of uh, showing that he could do it again, just because, you know, it is, it is an anomaly. And I can point out to you every reason why it's not an anomaly and why it's not like out of nowhere and everything else. But 
just statistically going from year to year to year is kind of like, whoa, that one doesn't make sense when it compares to the other two. So I see why people have that frame of mind. However, I don't. I just would like to see him solidify himself before we give him all the money. But even though we didn't, I'm not mad at it. I'm still very happy that we finally, this is the first year of my lifetime going into the season with a franchise quarterback. So I'm very, very happy. He's uh, not that, like, uh, what I like about Josh Allen, though, is, like, I don't think it's going to change uh, the way he approaches this game just because he got paid. I mean, that's – so, like, I, I get what you're saying, Justice. Like, I, I know, like, I understand trying to, like, wait and see if that, that season was an anomaly. But uh, I, I also agree with you that he's it's not. I think he's going to bring it just as much as he did last season. And especially being paid now, I think it actually is more motivating to him because he knows that he's wanted. Uh, then, and he's not, I, I don't think he's the type of player where uh, he's going to drop off now that he's got his money. Yeah, I don't think we're looking at another Fitzpatrick situation when he got that deal when we were 4-0. But the thing that, that I want to mention, Justice, is the fact that it's better that this happened now the next season. Because if Josh Allen went out and put up these same numbers, he would be on a contract very close to Patrick Mahomes. And I mean, yes, yeah, he has absolutely. the most... He has the most guaranteed money ever with this $150 million. So I think if they rework this in any kind of way, it's going to be going down, not up. Because like Mike said, it's going to be to, to lock up those other teammates of his, the offensive line, the wide receivers. The fact that it was done now I think was perfect. And like Mike mentioned, it's good to not have to worry about it. Josh just wants to play football, and that's what he's able to do. It's just crazy how astronomical these contracts have gotten as of late. You know, four years ago, this wasn't even possible. So to see this number is like, my goodness. Yeah, it's it's getting it's getting to that point. But I mean, hey, the the NFL itself uh, is it may it, it, it it's such a uh, it has such a revenue. I mean, and and, so, and these franchises are just getting worth more and more money. So uh, it's just uh, it. These numbers are starting to, they, if you if you think about it, they they're starting to make sense with with how much with how much money is being made in in that with even throughout the whole league, really. Absolutely, because NFL teams or the whole NFL period uh, getting billions, you know. So uh, that's, yeah. that's with a B. Like you know, uh, yeah, I don't think exactly. it's, <laughs> it's any problem at all to give a player one hundred and fifty million guaranteed dollars because that's just the base. You know, everything else after that, the extra one thirty. Uh, he's he's got to earn, you know. He's got to right. go out there and, and play and, and get his, you know, uh, his incentives. Um, so I, again, I'm I'm not mad at it at all. I'm very very happy. Uh, it's just that if someone would have asked me before, I would have said I wouldn't mind waiting until next season. Uh, but again, I'm glad to have our our star quarterback under contract. Um, I am have glad to have the wide receiver or star wide receiver under contract for for the time being until he gets his extension. Uh, it, it seems like we've got all of our core players, except maybe Tremaine Edmonds, but he still has a year and the option to go before we need to do anything about it. So it's not like it's eating at us or anything. So I'm glad that we have everybody who is pertinent to our team on the roster under contract because, and I don't mean to take up all, all your time, but I say a lot that uh, the, the team has maybe five, six, seven players who are like indispensable guys you cannot get rid of. And after that, everybody else is kind of just like, you know, 
plug in, you know, players that that could come in and help, uh, you know, help a winning football team if they're coached the right way, which we've seen. We're super lucky to have in Buffalo. We have the greatest developmental coaches, uh, guys who get the best out of every single prospect, every single player that comes into the system. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we have our core players locked up is, is basically what I was getting at. My favorite part was just what Josh Allen said the next day at media. And he said that they didn't pay me for what I have done, but though they've paid me for what I will do. And, you know, we could talk about Josh Allen for the next 13 hours, but I want to move on. In the AFC East, somebody else got a contract and it's Xavier Howard from Miami. His contract was reworked. Looks like he's staying put, staying in put in Florida. What do you guys think about it? Uh, Mike, do you think this helps Miami? Yeah, I think it does. I mean, they, 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 they won 10 games last season, mostly because of their defense. I mean, they, they had solid offense when Ryan Fitzpatrick played quarterback for them, but uh, I think they, it's important for them to keep that defense uh, intact because uh, that's, that's their, that's their key to winning games, especially if uh, they can get to a, to improve a little bit, I think then that's a pretty solid unit all together and having one one of your core guys come back. That's, that's perfect. Justice, just like Buffalo, Miami's coaching staff is well revered, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Are you worried that they're going to be competition to Buffalo, especially getting Xavier Howard back on that defense? I would be worried. Uh, Miami is a great defense. They've got a great coaching staff. They've got a well put together offense or I'm sorry, a well put together roster offenses. I would say, maybe average to slightly above average. Their problem is they don't have a quarterback or, or they do have a quarterback, but they're banking on the wrong one. Um, I I personally feel like they are treading on thin ice at the QB position. And I don't really care what their cornerback does as far as like who signs what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I get it. And of course it makes a, a difference. Um, however, uh, we knew their defense was good already. Uh, we knew that they were what like top five scoring defense last year until they played us, of course, in the last game of the season. Number uh, one, by the way, number one. Number one. We put hey, up a fifty burger on them. <laughs> fifty piece on them, exactly. So we we already knew their defense was good. We we already knew that Brian uh, Flores was a great coach. We we knew all this already. The problem is they drafted Tua at number five or whatever, uh, you know, a top five, top ten pick, and then they banked their future on Tua. They ruined everything they built last year when they finally did put Tua in the game. And then they kind of messed with Tua's psyche to the same degree as well. So then on top of all that, you come in and you sign Jacoby Brissett and you ruin his psyche even more because you get yet another quarterback who's better than him. So I personally feel like they're going to ruin their franchise one of two ways. It has nothing to do with the defense, right? It's they're either going to stick with Tua and it's going to ruin them and or... They're going to trade the farm for a quarterback, and it's going to ruin them. If they were smart, what they would do is they would just trade Tua, play Jacoby Brissett, and then try your luck in free agency or something, or maybe in a draft again, trade up or whatever the case may be, and go get your actual franchise quarterback. Why can you give up on Tua so easily? Me specifically? Yeah. I mean, he's only he's only been in the league for such a short period of time. John. And I see this all the time on Twitter, you know, the Josh Allen Tua comparison. I know you've seen it too. 
I'm not comparing him to Josh Allen in any kind of way. But to give up on him at this point, I think is a little not not right yet. Give him uh, they, year. they really could have held on to Fitzpatrick for another year. Uh, I don't understand why the Dolphins didn't. Uh, I'm I'm not. Here's my thing with Tua, right? Okay, Tua came from Alabama, like Bama, like that's the school of all schools, right? Uh, you come, you come in, you play with the talent of all talents at the wide receiver position. Waddle, uh, Smith, uh, all these great receivers. Yeah, but what I was saying, go ahead. Oh, my bad. Did you have something to say, Mike? You got something, Mike? Or should I finish? Or yeah, keep going. Okay. Um, my thing with Tua is he came into the NFL and <laughs> he had the perfect position. Like we talk about how, or I at least I talk about how the, the difference between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, right? The talent is there for both of them. However, Patrick Mahomes' circumstances were exponentially better than Josh's, right? Josh came into an absolute dumpster fire of a roster and then it kind of progressed over the three years, right? Tua came in in the perfect position. You had a great mentor who's uh one of he's he's a great he's a good quarterback. Um, he just is inconsistent, Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Because he, he has potential to be like a, an elite quarterback. He just is inconsistent. That's his, that's his only problem. So you had a great mentor, great coaching staff, great roster. You weren't really put in in a bad position yeah, at all, for sure, right? So. And then you couldn't get it done. You you didn't look good really at all. Like the only the only uh, way he looked good was because like the media was giving him props because he was a, a top five pick. They kind of wanted to blow him up a little bit, in my opinion. I don't think he did anything spectacular personally. So that's why I kind of gave up on Tua because I feel like Justin Herbert probably had more of like a Josh Allen situation where he came in and things weren't really in his favor, but he, he, he balled out. So uh, that's why I see the potential in Justin Herbert, but Tua came in, in the perfect situation and basically was a negative value at the position. So I don't think that he's going to just figure it out personally, but I could be wrong. So we'll see. Of course. I mean, we were all wrong about Josh Allen and he has the chance to prove it. I mean, he's had injury problems and if you fix that, you never know. But, Mike, let's move on to the AFC South where Darius Leonard just got a massive contract. What do you think about him being the highest-paid inside linebacker in the league? I think it's well-earned. I mean, ever since Leonard came into the league for the Colts, he he balled out in his rookie season. So I, I think he's a solid uh, cornerstone for that team. Uh, I mean, that they – their defense is solid. That's that's what get. That's also what got them to the playoffs last year. Uh, was their defense? I mean, they had they have some a great uh, uh, one-two punch in the offense on for uh, for running backs. But but as far as that defense, I mean, Leonard leading the way with them. They they're they're scary. Uh, the only thing is not they're kind of like the Dolphins right now, just missing a quarterback. Exactly. The Colts are basically a quarterback away, but they still almost beat the Bills in the playoffs last year. Uh, Justice, are you worried about the Colts in the in the future? Hell yeah, I'm worried about the Colts, man. Look, Phillip Rivers balled out versus us, man. He played one hell of a game. 
And honestly, I don't see Carson Wentz. I do think Carson Wentz is better and has the potential to be better. I just don't see Carson Wentz playing better than Phillip Rivers played when he played us. Let's put it that way, right? Because uh, he was he put on a master. He was eating up our defense. Um, but to answer your question uh, about Darren Slinner, he absolutely deserves it. And I remember, you know, I've been saying forever he's one of the best linebackers in the league. There was a situation where in that game, Josh actually, you know, went head up with Darius Slinner and it was a stalemate, which to me speaks to the greatness of Josh Allen. But other people were like, welcome to the NFL, Josh. I'm like, it's the one of the best linebackers in the league. And it was a stalemate that shouldn't happen versus a quarterback. So uh, <laughs> that speak, to me speaks about the greatness of Josh Allen more so than Darius Leonard, like put him in his place or anything. But I digress. Darius Leonard is a, a fantastic linebacker. He deserves every penny. Um, I think that Frank Reich is one hell of a coach and he has had some God awful luck, uh, you know, with, with, you know, his quarterbacks and et cetera, just, you know, uh, man, can you imagine if that team had Andrew Luck? They'd be the, they would be the, the chiefs. No, they would be the Chiefs now, honestly. So uh, I'm, I'm worried about him going forward. I don't know if Carson Wentz is the QB I should be worried about. I guess we'll have to see. Um, but if they can figure it out, the quarterback position, the Browns, the Dolphins, and the Colts would be a problem if they had quarterbacks. All right, guys, we have a preseason game coming up this week against Detroit. I want a thought of what you guys want to see from, from anybody, from any player, from any unit. Mike, we're going to start with you. What do you want to see the most from this game against Detroit? Uh, I think uh, going against Detroit, I'd like to see uh, Mitch Trevinsky play some quarterback. Obviously, he's going to get a chance uh, just to kind of see what we have with him as far as uh, obviously we already know from the Bears uh, when he played with them. But uh, I, I'd like to see him run our system. Uh, run the Bills system and see some of the, the people that are uh, fighting for a receiver spot, uh, which uh, uh, uh I think I'm saying that name right, uh, is somebody I'm excited to see, like, only because I've heard he's been tearing it up in camp and that he had high praise from Aaron Rodgers when he was at Green Bay. So I'd like to see him get out there on the field and see what we have with, with that guy, only because uh, who knows uh, where the future goes with Cole Beasley. Uh, once his contract is up and we're going to need somebody to fill in that slot receiver spot. If, if we don't, if the bills don't ever, like if they don't end up extending him or, or, you know, or just Cole gets old enough to retire on our, on the bills team. So like we're going to eventually have to address that spot. So I'm, I'm really excited if he is as, as good as they say he is right now. I just, I just want to see that uh, for sure and, and, and have it, uh, solidified so I know that we have somebody that can fill in that that role because uh, that's that's something that I think is going to be important going forward in the next couple seasons exactly training camp is one thing but now we need to see you do it against somebody else that's not your teammate justice what do you want to see from the bills in this game um man I've, I've been watching the practices I'm not gonna lie to you guys Trubisky looks he looks god awful he looks terrible um is to the point where I'm not even. Wait, 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 wait. Do, do we consider that a hot take here on Icy Mike's? He he was he was awful. Like that's not a I think he's going to be awful this year type of hot take. That is an observation of he has been playing badly. Um, so I was you know somebody who was like I'm not giving him up for less than a second round pick, but now I, 
honestly, I might be a little comfortable with a second or a third because he, he looks that I don't think he would be able to win us anything if he came onto the field in, in place of Josh, honestly. I just don't see it. Like, so I, I, I want to see him just redeem himself and actually show that he has some value. But on the flip side of that, I actually want to see Davis Webb. Davis Webb looks amazing. Out, not amazing, but he looks really good out there compared to Trubisky, at least. Um, Davis Webb looks really good. I'm super excited to see, uh, you know, what the new defensive line can do. Uh, they are absolutely gobbling up the run game in practice. So hopefully that translates into destroying everybody else's run attack. And um, also Kumaro, like uh, Mike said, because Kumaro has been balling. And one more person I'm excited to see is Antonio Williams. I really think that Antonio Williams is one of the hardest runners that we've had in Buffalo since like Marshawn Lynch. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking that he's probably going to, you know, show, you know, he's, he's probably going to make the most of his opportunities this preseason and probably, you know, work his way into getting some touches in the regular season. You guys both went offense to start and I know it's more sexy, but I'm really excited to see these defensive linemen. You just mentioned it justice, but I want to see the rookies get going. I mean, that's really the only thing I care about in the preseason is how do you adjust to the NFL? I want to see Basham. I want to see Rousseau. A lot of people were, you know, not angry, but a little upset that Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott picked players who were projects. Greg Rousseau was considered a project. Josh Allen was a project too. And hey, it looks like he worked out okay. You also mentioned, Justice, that the Bills coaching staff is one of the best developmental ones in the league. So let's see it proven. Let's see it work. We need to see Ed Oliver show up this year. I know Lotulale is back. I want to see the defensive line do stuff and that they're gobbling the run game up in practice is nothing because our run game is non-existent. And we both know that. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not mad at that take. Um, I'm with you right there. I definitely want to see them see how they produce, uh, see if they can actually continue to get penetration like they have been. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see Greg Rousseau and, and Boogie Basham specifically, uh, obviously, because they're the guys who we kind of need to see what they can do and if they can actually be a force in this league. Uh, so I, I'm right there with you. I, I would love to see them go crazy against Detroit um, and, you know, build on that momentum going into week one. Before we go, Justice, tell us something you've seen in Bill's practice that I haven't seen from any other Twitter page that's talking about, you know, Diggs throwing balls or Josh Allen throwing balls to the fans. Give me something from your point of view that you've seen in practice. Listen, Matt Hawk Hack or whatever his name is, the punter, bro, he is balling, man. Like, when I tell you yesterday when I was at the practice, he might have pinned about four or five footballs inside the five, and two of them were, like, spot at the one. It was, like, really wild to watch a ball plop at the three-yard line, bounce and land the one. It was absolutely crazy. And then there was another one where he, he punted it. It ended up being a touchback, but it was at no fault of his own because it had a lot of hang time, dropped at the one, bounced up super-duper high, and it was to the point where if somebody was actually trying, it was practice, so they weren't really taking it seriously. But if they were actually trying, they could have, like, you know, went and jumped in the end zone and, and knocked it out and downed it at the one. But uh, Matt Hawk, or I believe his name is Hawk, yeah. uh, he, he, he's he been balling. So, I mean, everybody else has pretty much, you know, talked about everything 
about training camp to this point. You want to see if the Bills running game can get going. You want to see the defensive line. You want to see if Josh can do it again. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go more special teams. You know, Matt Hawk looks great. Tyler Bass looks great. And uh, Isaiah McKenzie is going to be our return man. All right. All, all good stuff there. That is all the time we have today for Icy Mike's. I'm Dan Kelly. You can find me on Twitter at the real Dan Kelly. Mike, hit him with your Twitter, buddy. Yep. Uh, you can uh, hit me up on Twitter at Mike Shimberski at MIKOL2531. And of course, be sure to check out Justice's content here on Built in Buffalo. Give you a chance to plug yourself, Justice. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, you can follow me uh, on Twitter, JA17MVP underscore BIB. Um, you can listen to the Windshield Factor every single Tuesday. I have um, <laughs> Home Field Advantage, a YouTube show every Wednesday at 8. And then I also have <laughs> another show <laughs> called First Round Buy starting August 16th. So I'm actually kind of, uh, this is this is my first time talking about it. Glad, glad to have that update here on IC Mics. We do appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. We'll have you on again. Uh, guys, I, I also want to mention some more breaking news for you. Icy Mike's will be the home of the pregame for the Buffalo Bills season. We're going to have all the guys on whenever they'd like to come on. So be sure to check that out when, when games start going. And that's all we got. Have a great day, everybody.